Welcome to 24 Karat Conversations with Phyllis and Rhonda, where two best friends decided to start a podcast on real women, real friendships, and real issues. Our mission Bible verse is Job 23.10. Yet he knows the way I have taken, and when he has tested me, I will emerge as pure gold. We want to encourage, inspire, and offer hope in a world where life can seem to be unrealistic. Be a support for you to cheer you on as a wife, mother, daughter, sister, and friend. Most of all, you get to relax and laugh with us about all things women. Plus, we like all things sparkly. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Hello, people. We are so excited to be here today. Hi, peeps. We are excited to talk to you today about accomplishing what matters and finding your purpose. So a few weeks back, we all kind of experienced the tragic death of Kobe Bryant and the passengers on his plane. And we heard so many people keep saying that tomorrow is not promised. Mm -hmm. And yes, that's true. But we can't live carelessly either. We need to be enjoying today, but we also need to be planning for tomorrow. So how do we balance living for today, but planning Mm. for tomorrow. So we just thought we'd talk a little bit about that. It's very natural to look at your future and you know me, I love my goals. Oh yeah. I love my goals. (laughs) Phyllis hates them. She still kind of hates them. I don't know why, because maybe because it's just overkill for her. Um, So looking into your future is something I believe is so good and healthy, but what if looking into your future paralyzes you and causes you to procrastinate? Someone, someone, (laughs) me, I'm raising my hand. (laughs) Or worse, what if the procrastination is not allowing you to step into your purpose? Mm. So we're going to chat about that today. Yeah. So um, I just want to say procrastination is a passive thing. So Mm -hmm. if you want to step into your purpose, you have to figure out your why. Um, What drives you? What makes you enjoy things? And that could be hard because maybe what drives you, you think seems like a big dream and it's so Mm -hmm. out of your reach. So I wanted to ask Phyllis this because... Okay, the so procrastinator. Like, so now, <laughs> the procrastinator. <laughs> no, that's not what I'm saying. Uh, so, okay, I always say Phyllis completely inspires me. One, because, you know, she's not 30, and she'll admit that. <laughs> Thanks, Rob. Um, you know, because I think sometimes we all feel like, okay, well, you know, my 20s, my 30s, I'm going to yeah. have this dream and this passion, so and powerful. it's going to come out, and it's going to be awesome. And, I mean, if you're in that space... That's great. Yeah, that's my 30-year-old daughter, yes. soon to be 30-year-old yes. daughter yes. right now. Like, I'm in my space, space. right now. Right. But, you know, <laughs> sh- that's awesome for yeah. her. However, your space came a little later in life, yeah. and you're busier than you've ever been. So I wanted to ask you, what made you actually, like, what pushed you to be like, I'm doing this book. I'm yeah. going to do it. Like, what pushed you out of your procrastination Well, nest? and I don't think it was so much procrastination in that. I think it's a timing thing. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't say like, why did you wait so long? Mm -hmm. I think it's more like that God has a timing. Yeah. So the timing, you know, could I have done it at 40? Probably. But I was so, um, it was so important for me to raise my kids because I wanted to be the best mom I could be. So I wanted to be home with them and I wanted to serve them. And so... I kind of put myself on the back burner, you know, so it wasn't really procrastination at that point. It was just, well, what I want isn't important right now. But did you ever think that maybe, um, that's a really big dream. Not sure I'll ever do it. Like, did you ever like a dream? Um, well, and the book wasn't even really a dream. 
because that wasn't in my sphere. It was that I knew there was something big out there for me to do. I I didn't know what it was yet, but I knew it had something to do with helping others. I didn't know what it looked like, but as time went on, and she thought maybe it was just kitchen tools. I'm just I know. kidding. I just, she is a really good cook. I just though. wanted to share my food chopper it with might, the And world. it might be. That would have been fine. <laughs> well, and there, so that is funny you say that because, uh, I made it into directorship. I earned a couple of trips, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. And, and everyone kept saying, well, you got to like go to the very top and you got, but there was something where I was just like, I don't know if I want to do that. Right. You know, like I, that, I thought it was, um, first of all, I was like, it's almost impossible to get to the very top in that kind of, um, multi-level thing. And I saw other people like making strides towards that, but, um, it wasn't that. I knew it wasn't that. It wasn't yeah. something that, like I love doing that job mm-hmm. and I love that it could, uh, that could bring me at home during the day and then I could go out and do my kitchen tooled selling at night and I could work on some of my, with my people mm-hmm. during the day and, and inspire. But I knew that wasn't like my life dream. But don't you think that those things also bring you to where you are? Yes. So, so I was, was just so helpful. Yeah. So yeah. I was just thinking that sometimes you think that you're in this like, mundane place, yes. right? Like you think like, I'm just this. I'm just, I'm a just mom. this person. I'm, I'm just this. Yeah, I'm just the girl yeah. selling the kitchen tools. Right. I'm just I'm just a room mom at school. Right. Yeah. They all serve a purpose because they're preparing you. you like for God a greater is preparing purpose. you. Yes. You don't even know. And so so is it a procrastination? No and yes, because you're you're not really sure. Like some people like you're always sure about what you want to do. That's not true though. I mean I I kind of fell into the the insurance business. Like that wasn't, I mean, I went to school, my degrees in counseling, my degrees in addiction studies. So it was one of those things where, um, I never thought like I'd end up in insurance, Mm. which I I fell into it and, and I loved it, but there's still like, well, I mean, I joke around and I tell people all the time, like, they're like, oh yeah, you're the sales rep. I'm like, yeah. I was like the receptionist to the receptionist. Like I wasn't even the receptionist when I started. Like I was the lady you're at like, the how do you use a phone? Yeah, I was the lady at the desk and be like, oh, good morning. And um, yeah, go through the oh, double yeah, doors. And the receptionist is in there and Take she'll the help left, you. And then the yes. important person's over yes, there. Yes, I was not, I was, you know, so it, but each when I look back at my career yeah. and even like where I am today and what I'm doing today, like I go, man, like that really prepared me for this. And Mm -hmm. then, you know, doing that really prepared me to, you know, do public presentations that really prepared me for other things. And so, oh, so see, I was thinking that the other day, I was like, I had to do live presentations cooking while you're talking about the tools while you're trying to make it, (laughs) while you're trying to make it like so romantic and so like exciting about this tool and why I use it. Not, and I thought, Oh my gosh, God prepared me for speaking. Yes. <laughs> By doing that job for mm-hmm. 15 years, I yeah. was in front of people like 20 women, five women, right. 50 women at any given time, never knew like what mm-hmm. the amount was going to be. And you were on for yep. two hours, just like boom, 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 helping that, you know, you do this presentation for 45 minutes and then you're like talking to each individual mm-hmm. person, like what they needed. And what they needed right. in their kitchen, but you know, just such a one-on-one and um, and already mentoring them in the kitchen right. things, right? And so then, as that progressed, then it was like becoming a small group leader. Then that's when the the one-on-one women were coming and saying, like, "Can you help me? I heard you talking about the problems with your mom." Blah, blah. And then the then I started going, 
Whoa, there could be a so book yeah. In so there. I think there is a there's a line. I mean, I know that there are people that are very much like they know what they should From be the doing get-go. and they procrastinate. Mm-hmm. And then there's also, for the majority of us, Mm -hmm. it's like, I don't know what my purpose is. So it's okay if you're in the space that you're in to kind of figure it out. that purpose at the moment. And it might be that purpose. My purpose was taking care of my kids. And and I'm so grateful I had that time to do that because I feel like that has led them to be better women. And it's so funny because, you know, now my oldest daughter, she loves to work and take care Mm -hmm. of her child. That's, that's her wheelhouse. And so she's really my daughter. I'm like, I don't know who you are. You should be a stay at home granola mom, like baking cookies. What happened? Like I did that for you. Because she's way smarter than I am. Um, so yeah, so it's it's funny. I feel like that was that was your purpose. I I, I want young moms to know your purpose is where you are right now. Yeah. Like don't feel like you're missing out on something or you have to now if you have this I know young writer mom I don't know how they do it, but they do. Five kids and they're writing a book mm-hmm. and they're going out and speaking because they have this amazing message to share with the world and they are stressed out, but like they know their purpose now. And so that's great if they do, but I don't want women, young women, moms to, to think like, man, I'm just cleaning dirty diapers right now. And I'm trying to get this other one to school. And I, you know, like my life is topsy turvy. It's like, you're right where you're supposed to be. And just, um, enjoy that and settle into that and know that you can keep moving forward on your right. dream yeah. and it will happen. And your dream might not, yeah, you know, I mean, I, I will say, you know, I talk, I've talked about this so many times, so you people are probably tired of hearing it, but I'm going to tell you anyway. Um, I, you know, last year I, I told you guys I had a, in 2018, you know, before 2019, I had a really tough like wake up call where it was kind of like, Rhonda, what, like, this is, you're on this inevitable hamster wheel of life. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you want to do different? How do you want to change this? Mm-hmm. How can you make, because I'm going to be honest with you. Insurance is not the sexiest thing to talk about. Okay. Shocking. Shocker. <laughs> and I was like, there's more to this than just this. Like I want to, to do something more. And excitement it wasn't, or joy. yeah, Where I wanted, it? I wanted to feel that excitement mm-hmm. and joy. And so as I started to step into relaunching the Tiana foundation, mm-hmm. and, um, as we started to talk about doing this podcast yeah. and, um, you know, I started to realize, man, you know, like I can motivate and inspire people. Like all of a sudden my, even in my own career, things shifted. And it was just like, what the heck happened? Like, it has just been so awesome to not only like, I wake up now in the morning with passion for my job because, Mm -hmm. because I have the passions that I'm doing for me, for, for myself, you know, to, to really do those things and do them well and love them. And I was looking at um, some pictures on the plane yesterday on my way home. And I was kind of chuckling because I had gone to Mexico last year on March 9th Mm. and you and I had talked about doing the podcast. So when we decided to do it, I ordered us the hats. I ordered us our at 24 karat hats. Um, and I had it on, on March 9th. Right. Yeah. And I'm thinking that's hilarious because we hadn't even started this podcast, which I think is crazy because you go, Man, if that's not telling the world and telling yourself, we're going to do this, like now I've made myself accountable. And people were talking about it. And people were asking about it. They were stopping you. What is that hat That's just so funny to like think that here we were, you know, months out. Here we are. Months out before. Years later. Yeah. 
<laughs> like, yeah, almost a year later. Almost but a year later, yeah. But I mean, we didn't, we hadn't even recorded. We, we actually, we probably we didn't were, even have the We equipment. were babies. We had no idea what we were we doing. We probably didn't even have the equipment yet. And I had, a, I had a hat, though. Yeah, we, so, so the moral of that story, story is, is get a hat. Get a hat. Make it put happen. A, put a label across <laughs> it. What do you want to be? Like... And put sparkles on it, don't we? Because the hat is sparkly. (laughs) Oh my goodness! Well, I just think when you're aligned with your person, person with your purpose, I can speak. It will drive your personal fulfillment, and I do feel like that's the truth. So you know, when you're doing things, even when they seem mundane, if you're doing them with purpose, like it just makes it makes you want to get up in the morning. Mm -hmm. And there have been times when I didn't really know my purpose at that moment, and I. didn't really want to get up, you know, and, and do the same old, same old again. And I remember that feeling and it, it is kind of a a tough thing. And so the sooner you can find, even if you can't fulfill that purpose right away, when, if you have a passion for something and you really know that that's something that you can bring to the world, Mm -hmm. you can start writing that stuff down, um, you know, this is where I journal. It's mm-hmm. it, probably a goal, but I, I journal and it, you can write those things down and say, you know, someday, you know, maybe it's not next week or even next year, but someday this is, this is a goal that I want to accomplish. Mm-hmm. This is a, a passion that I have for, um, you know, coming into my own. And I think, um, in the moment, if you're raising those kids and maybe you have to work, you know, there's single moms out. I don't want to discount. There's single moms out there too. And, you know, you have to work and take care of your kids and all the other things. But I will say that as time goes by, everything changes and shifts. And so you have to be willing to change and shift with it and know that you're not always going to be a mom with kids you know, having to take kids to school and do the lunches and all the things. So what do you want to do? Start preparing yourself now for that and, um, and be able to like, kind of start maybe doing baby steps in like, you know, could you volunteer somewhere? Does that align with what that passion is? Can you like just whatever it is? And I think that's so true because I go to a conference. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, that's true because it's like you ask, you have to ask yourself, like, do you lack the excitement or joy? Like, are you mm-hmm. every day, are you waking up and kind of being like, uh, you know, the way, the yeah. way I felt the hamster wheel of life, yeah. right? Like I'm here yeah. on this hamster wheel. I go every day and I talk about insurance and yeah. woohoo, it's exciting. And you know, and it doesn't light me up. that is one of the up. reasons why I started selling the tools because I was staying at home with the kids and I was like, Oh, this is getting a little bit too monotonous. Mm-hmm. I do need to spend time with adults right. on some level. And so again, like if you are a stay at home mom and you're like, what can I do? Like, you know, look into direct sale. Direct sales are great yeah, for stay at home moms. So mm-hmm. And, um, and that's find the thing. Like if it's jewelry, do that. If it's makeup, if it's, you know, kitchen tools, whatever, you know, find something you can do on the side for yeah, you because that, that, that keeps you, mm-hmm. I think it keeps you mentally aware too. And then that starts your creative juices flowing for like, what is the bigger picture? I, absolutely. And I think, you know, a lot of people just work for the weekend, you know, yeah. they work for like, okay, it's Monday, you know, they, they don't get up on Monday morning and they're excited. And I'm not saying every Monday morning is going to be like exciting, even it's when you're not. living your purpose, yes. you know what it's I mean? Not. Like it's not, <laughs> but you know, if it's you a, do, I'm pull the covers yes. off my head kind of day. Yes. I know you, I mean, Mondays are hard. Let's not, let's be real. But, you know, I think when you're doing things, um, you know, if you've got to go to, you've got to go to that eight to five job every day, 
Yeah. Okay, well, you got to do that to sustain your yeah. life, right? But that doesn't but mean you're not stuck there, and it doesn't mean you got to go home and sit for twelve hours and binge television, right. like read to pick up a book, you know, go online, learn something new. Like I get so frustrated with people because they they're never like I love I love to learn, I love to research. My kids always say I should have been a detective. Um, <laughs> But I love to research stuff. So mm-hmm. to me, that brings me passion. So a yeah. lot of times, you know, I'll come home and I'll read a book or I'll, you know, mm-hmm. I I research a lot of different things. We research stuff for podcasts. I research, right. research stuff for work. Yeah. Um, and, you know, to find whatever, like, is exciting yeah. you. But Improve don't, your life. Yeah, but don't yeah. just go home and do the same yeah. old thing day after day. And you then know? get mad because you're like, my, my life sucks. Right. My job sucks. Right. Like, okay, well, change it up. Mm-hmm. Find your passion. Yeah, like, find you, something you want to no do. No one's saying, like that you have to stay in that job for 20 years. Nobody, like, you're the only one holding yourself mm-hmm. back from that. I see all the time single moms that uh, go to do online school at night and yeah. work a full-time job or sometimes two jobs to mm-hmm. support their kids and graduate with, like, top honors. And I'm in awe of that. I'm like, how in the heck? I mean, I'd be falling asleep on the computer. But right. they do it because they don't want to stay where they are. And they want to find their purpose in life. And they also want to show their kids that you can do better and be better. And I think that's important, especially if you are a mom. You know, my kids watched me be um, loyal to them for forever. Mm -hmm. And that they always say that, you know, you were there for us. We really appreciate that. But they're more proud of me now knowing that my mom's a boss. Like she can go out and like, heck, like who does that? Like, you don't, you know, you write a book at 62, not everyone does that. Yeah. And, um, so there was an accomplishment there that I think shows them as they're up and coming. If my mom can still hang on at 62, because, you know, they think you're half dead right, when right. you're <laughs> over 50, and, and they're anybody, like, oh, I'm she's sorry. old. If anybody's seen my friend, I always tell her, so I'm going <laughs> to, I'm like, you know, my best friend's like, she's 62. Like, I, yeah. I'm like, do you want to see how good she looks? Like, I'm like, look at how awesome she looks. Like, I'm always bragging about her because one, her spirit is genetics. Her spirit isn't 62, but her, she doesn't look 62. She's oh, amazing. So. She's so cute. Yeah. Well, my body feels <laughs> but yeah but it's it's cool because it's like it to me it's showing my children like hey we're not dead you right. know we still you know we have a long ways right. to go hopefully god willing and um and you don't have to stop your dreams because it's like well now i'm over 50 like it's probably too late to do that you know people limit themselves i limited myself until i realized i didn't have to right. now like my brain is fried because I have so many ideas yeah. now where I'm like, I want to do this and now I want to do that. And oh my gosh, it's good. You know, and, and it's like, God is downloading all these amazing ideas. And I'm like, are you sure? Like, am I going to be around that long? <laughs> and so it's like, yeah, just live day to day yeah. and like figure it out. Because if he's giving you these great ideas, why not? Like, I mean, I don't know. He could take me tomorrow, but at least I had a goal to well, you know, like improve my life even at 62. <laughs> What's funny is my um, CEO was talking about um, Kobe Bryant. You know, he was saying that mm-hmm. of all these accomplishments, right? Like he mm-hmm. had all these accomplishments that he had accomplished in basketball. However, the biggest accomplishment he had was after his career in basketball. Right. And I feel like sometimes we think, oh, it's our, you know, it's what we're doing right this moment. Right. But we don't know the impact that we're making outside mm-hmm. of, you know, just our work environment. Mm-hmm. Like your work is 
your work and and everybody has to work. We all have to do it. Some Mm -hmm. of us get to do things that we're super passionate about Mm -hmm. and some of us have to go to work eight to five, but it doesn't mean that just because you're in a job that maybe you aren't, Oh, well, this isn't my dream career. Okay. But you can do other things on the Mm -hmm. side. You know, you've got 24 hours in a day Mm -hmm. and there's no excuse, you know, to just say stagnant. There's just, there isn't. And I know we talk a lot about, we did a whole thing on mentorship and, Mm -hmm. I'm very passionate about that as well, because I feel like a mentor gives you so much accountability. Mm -hmm. And, you know, for me, like with my mentors, I go to them for things, you know, both work and personal, because I want to know, like, tell me, like, how should I be doing this differently? And I think so many times we get caught up in like, well, I know it all. I don't need a mentor. I don't need a coach or I don't need this or that. And it's like, well, that's the people that are going to stay stagnant stagnant, and never really achieve. But then they can't complain that that their life is stagnant, you know? Yeah. No. And that's, that's great. And I love that you talk about mentors because you know, I'm all about mentors Mm -hmm. and, um, and so I think that those people are the ones that are going to encourage you even when you feel like, and I'll brag on Rhonda, like she always encouraged me that I was more, I had more, I could do more. And so, um, you know, I looked at her doing all the things and I was like, oh man, she's so successful. Like this, I, like my friend is so smart and I'm cleaning really dirty diapers. <laughs> and, <laughs> and so, um, you know, it was really encouraging to see you just keep pushing through, even through the hard times, mm-hmm. just keep pushing through and doing better. And so I think together, like we were mentoring each other in different ways. Yeah, we totally. didn't realize mm-hmm. it. And now we're kind of on this same even keel mm-hmm. where, um, you know, our minds are just in sync with, with our purpose and our passion, right. which is great. And I think that is why this is magic. Right. Because we hit, I don't think we could have done this 10 years ago no, definitely because not. we were just in different places. And I don't think, uh, I knew what my passion was uh, completely. I think it was starting to like boil a little bit, but, um, that is the beauty is like starting this exactly a year ago, you know, it's so crazy. You said that like March. Um, and I think our first podcast came out in June. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so, um, you know, to know that 20 years later, you know, yeah. here we are doing something that we're passionate about, that we love doing, that's fun for us. Like, it's a lot of work. Yeah. We, we're up, like, we were up last night typing up yeah. episodes. And so, you know, make no mistake, your passion does take work. Yeah, it takes, it, take, it takes and dedication. It, and you know what? I mean, we talked about, and you, you were sick during the episode that we talked right. about the competition versus right. collaboration. But, you know, I do want to point out that I wasn't sick. I was in negotiations. Oh, that's right. She was in negotiations. We forgot. I wanted lunch. She wanted lunch, but she didn't get today. So anyway, I'm calling out her assistant. (laughs) But, you know, that's the other thing is that when you talk about collaboration, it's about collaborating with one another. And I think a lot of people get caught up in my purpose is about me and it's not about you. Your purpose includes other people and it includes sharing and being like, I'm going to share this with you. And, you know, so many people just want, and I, I'll say for my personally, like you want kudos. You know what? Yeah, everyone You have does. to get past yeah. wanting kudos yeah. though, because you know what? The thing is, is that if you're sharing and you're living your purpose, the kudos don't really matter because you're doing what you love and what you're passionate about. And I'm not saying that it's not nice well, to get a compliment. And how but, crazy is it? Like we do this podcast, we're not thinking anyone's even listening. Right. How many times we go out 
and people are coming up to us and saying, oh my gosh, I listened to your podcast. It was amazing. I love the story. Uh, And they, they can tell you verbatim. And I'm like humbled by that. Like I love it. But at the same time, I'm just like, oh my gosh, like we really, they listened to it and really took it in. So that's what happens is when you're doing something you're passionate and you love, you're not in it for you, but, but you will be blessed by it. Yeah, no. And I mean, I love, I mean, we do this, we do this for us. I mean, I feel like it keeps, I mean, it keeps me incredibly accountable on my feelings and my emotions and what I'm doing. And, and, and I do this a lot for me. I mean, to be honest, 24 karat is my therapy session. Okay. Like this is my therapy session. I do it, you know, you could pay me. It's awesome. I mean, (laughs) yeah, no. She's no. not getting paid. Sorry. I've already negotiated lunch. We are <laughs> I not paying you. Sick again. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Anyway, oh. I just I'm gonna read you. Um so I want to tell you a couple of things. I know I'm going a little longer than normal, but um determine your gifts. We are mm. all gifted. And I wanna say, sometimes we think our gifts are insignificant, okay? Mm. And I remember my mom, she's so cute because we know Mama Lorraine has tons Mama of wisdom, Lorraine. but she's like, oh. I don't know. I don't have any gifts. That's my mom voice. <laughs> and, and I go, it's mom, oh my gosh. Like she has so much wisdom mm-hmm. and she's caring and she's loving. And there's all these things. And you might not think that's a gift. Hospitality is a gift. Yes. Like if somebody walks into your home and you are hospitable, that yes. is a God given gift. Yes. Okay. Serving is a gift. If you're um, serving in a community event, or if you're serving at your church, like that right. is a gift. Right. So find your gift. Um, determine your passion, like find out what lights you up. So if you love to serve, like that lights you up, that, that is your passion. That's your gift. That's your passion. And then bring others in your tribe and surround yourself with the right people. And so I'm saying, for instance, like if you're writing a book, surround yourself with like-minded people. I mean, we're, I'm in a bunch of different, you know, Phyllis is my writer friend as well, because she's done it before me. And I have podcast stuff that I listen to and there's business women that I bring from. my writer friends have become your friends Right. Yeah. Yeah. So So it's like, you know, you start to surround yourself with these people Mm -hmm. who have this positive energy Mm -hmm. and it just becomes contagious. Right. Um, And I also want to say, take time to rest. And Phyllis, and I were talking about this just before we started the podcast because um, I because do. Because we're really tired. Because we're. <laughs> yeah, I just got back from a full week of travel, so yeah. I'm tired. Um, um, but when you rest, you get to think and yeah. dream. Yeah. And and I notice that when I'm able to get into a quiet spot, like r- what I want to say on paper just downloads. Like mm-hmm. I, and then I start to dream about like, oh, what if I did this or what if mm-hmm. I did that? And and now I'm leaving a notepad by my bed because I have all these things that I want to write. So, you know, creative juices, it is, (laughs) but you do need to find time to get in some rest. And I, Mm. and of course, you know, there's downtime, TV time. Mm. Awesome. You know, I've got my shows. I like to binge, but make sure you get good sleep. Yeah. Good sleep is, is a good thing to, to Mm. really figure out what your purpose purpose is. So there's a quote by TD Jakes that I want to read to you before we end the show. And it says, if you can't figure out your purpose, figure out your passion for your passion will lead you right into your purpose. And I loved, loved, loved that. And then I just wanted to tell you the definition of purpose is the reason why something is done. Being determined to do or achieve something, the aim or goal of a person. So think about those two things when you're thinking about like, what's my purpose? What's my passion? You know, what Mm -hmm. does God have for me? Like Mm -hmm. in the next three months, six months, you know, and also live in today, live, live in your moment. Um, so let's ask you a couple questions. 
Go ahead, Phyllis. All right. So number one is, are, is it fear that's holding you back from your purpose? And if so, here's a good thing to do is evaluate the worst case scenario. Mm-hmm. Just walk down that journey. Well, what would happen if, okay, so if that happened, then what would happen after that? And mm-hmm. what would happen after that? So, you know, walk down that road because you may be thinking that it's worse than it is. Mm-hmm. And the worst case scenario, if you can eliminate that, then you're like, okay, I'm in the clear. Let's get going. Yeah, let's do it anyway. Do it scared is what I say. Yeah, do it scared. Do it scared. How can you evaluate, excuse me, how can you execute your dream? Not evaluate your dream, but you might <laughs> want to do that too. Um, how can you execute your dream and make them a reality? So, you know, how, what is one step that you can get closer to your dream? And, you know, like for Phyllis, she had to pick up a pen and write, write it down. She had to, you know, start to think of how she was going to execute that book. So, um, you know, just really kind of think of small baby steps to get to where you need to go. You can't, I I crack up because there's so many people that live in the like, well, I'm, I want to do this and I want to have it by next year, Mm -hmm. but everything is a process. You know, it's very rare that someone, actresses, you know, musicians, nobody, nobody just Mm -hmm. gets picked up and they're really hard, really, really hard. Spend a lot of hours working on their craft. And lastly, are you surrounding yourself with the right group of people? We say this all the time. Your tribe is incredibly important. So if you are, have people that are negative Nellies and Debbie Downers, you might want to find new New friends. friends. (laughs) So anyway, people, we so enjoyed talking to you about the subject today and we look forward to talking to you. Go live your dreams. Go live your dreams. We are your dream. We are your dream makers. We're your dream weavers. Yes. (laughs) Um, And so we just ask that you would follow us on social media, 24 Karat Conversations. Go like and subscribe to our show. And we look forward to talking to you next time. Until next time, 24 Karat Tribe, sparkle on. Bye, peace. Bye.